and welcome to the Shout Out Podcast. My name is Dan and alongside me, as per usual, my co-host, Dan. How are you, mate? Well, thanks, mate. How are you? Very well, very well. We're back. New season. Everyone's pretty pumped. We've had a couple of episodes now. Yep. It's uh, good feedback, which is great. Yep. Um, shout out to the sponsors for sticking with us. Yes. Thank you to, uh, of course, Elliot Constructions, uh, Quintos, and of course, O'Malley Outdoor Creations sticking with us for season two. Uh, on the lookout for some new sponsors as well, actually, if anyone wants to uh, jump on board. Had a few preliminary conversations with a few groups, but um, it's going to come down to price at the end of the day, I think. Yeah. So. I mean, if you look at the data and how much we can get your brand name out there through the Shout Out Podcast, mm. um, yeah, it's pretty cheap at the moment, so get on board. Absolutely, mate. So uh, what's been happening in the world of Waterfall? Um, we got a uh, split round in footy this week, so buy from footy, so no game today. A mm-hmm. bit more time to uh, spend with Jackie and Ollie. Yep, the cast. Nice. Yep. So, um, yeah, Ollie's still around. Ollie, just. Oh, what happened? So, um, yeah. So uh, today, you know, let Ollie out the back, let him wander around because we leave the door open, but we set up this little, um, little fence that he can't go past. We've seen the fence on yeah. the uh, on the Instagram page yeah. before. And he, um, like, he's quite an obedient cat, and he realizes that you you can't go past the fence, otherwise he gets in trouble. Um. Anyway, so Jackie goes out there and she's like oh my god like ollie he's over the fence and i'm like oh shit like he's jumped the fence like this is bad and then like you just see like i come outside and ollie like just quickly runs and like goes through the little holes in the fence and comes back on the other side so and he can get through the holes in the fence yeah yeah okay, good fence we put up some bricks to try and stop him um yeah but no it was probably just a bit, bit scary because like obviously he can jump really high but he hasn't really tested the waters yet so yeah we're sort of thinking We'll keep him outside until he tries to jump the fence and then we won't let him outside anymore. Okay, sounds good. What's been happening with you, mate? Um, not much. Had a bit of a mare uh, the other day. I, um, a female horse? <laughs> I, uh, my, my usual routine involves going to the gym in the morning to... Uh, yeah, shout out to BodyFit Training, Kent Town and Prospect. BeFit? Uh, no, <laughs> is what it showed on the news the other day. But no BodyFit Training. Um, and... I usually take all my work gear there with me, have a shower there, and then head in, head straight into work. Mm-hmm. Um, had a shower, all going well. <laughs> Dried off, look into my bag, everything's there. Go to put my pants on. Forgot my pants. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, it was on the socials. So we've previously discussed putting holes in your pants. Didn't even have pants to, to put holes in. So you went the whole day without pants? Luckily, I, had, I just had to go home. But, jeez, uh, I tell you what, the... Uh, you just drop. Your heart just drops when you, you realise you don't have pants. What's your normal um, dress code? Uh, chinos, shirt, jacket, usually. So. Okay. Yeah, not too much things to remember. Because but... you know how we discussed the um, the pant issue, um, mm-hmm. that podcast previously. Yep. I actually didn't throw out the pair of pants that I'd put a hole in. Right. Just don't know why. And then. Get them fixed at least. Or... No, and they just ended up back in the. Um... Oh no! In the rotation. Yeah. And I rotated to them on Monday. Oh. So. <laughs> you put a fresh pair of pants on with a hole. Yeah. Did you not, when you were ironing them, see the hole? I don't iron. Yeah, okay. We'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. If only there was an app on your phone that made it go really hot that you could... Yeah, iron. well, um, we've got the invention segment where um, I think okay. a few of us brilliant minds have put something together. Okay. Sounds good. Um, another thing I saw the other day, I was driving home from footy along Green Hill Road... And there was a, a building there, and I saw these punk, you know, punk kids hanging around, like Eshes. Is that what they call them? Eshe. 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 Okay, 
I'll take your word. They're wearing gloves and blah, 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 DCs. And um, they were just kind of sitting around. And I was like, oh, they're, I bet there's like skateboarding and, you know, doing grinds along the steps of this building and everything. And then this guy just kind of jumped out from the car park underneath onto like a little, you know, pole and then onto another pole. And then onto, I was like, they're, they're doing parkour. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I haven't seen parkour for a long time, but. Yeah, I would have thought it would. Yeah, I would have thought it'd be gone. Oh, back on Green Hill Road. Twenty twenty. Yeah, parkour. There, like I reckon, once on ESPN, I saw like a parkour set up, and it was like a competition on ESPN like a while ago. Parkour champs. Do you reckon like there's a bunch of skateboarders that rocked up once and forgot their skateboards? And that's how parkour was invented. Let's look into that. Let's just jump on stuff. I saw it on ESPN an ad the other day for Ultimate um, like Tag. So just going around and tagging each other. Like um, Chasey? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thoughts? Um, oh, it was great fun when you're younger. I don't know if some sort of adult should be playing that. Yeah, absolutely not. You know, you know what was really good? Hide and seek Chasey. Was that a hybrid? Yeah, so you, yeah. you'd have the, the the game of hiding and seek, but once they found you, you could also run away from them. Yeah, Did you play that? that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but like on parkour, uh, I just think... Um, very possible of doing injuries like I've seen on TikTok mm. blokes try and jump off bridges onto poles and yeah. like split you know it's a dangerous game just be safe out there kids yeah so keep the parkour to a minimum it's probably no it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a certain sort of individual that's probably doing parkour like cool people yeah yeah I thought so you have to have, you have to be like built, you know, you know, long limbed, you know, athletic. So whereabouts? Well, Sport of champions. Whereabouts do I go if I want to see this? Uh, Green Hill Road, Saturday afternoon, circa four thirty, five o'clock. There'll be okay. a bit of a bit of a gang of kids hanging around on a building there, just um, look okay. like skateboarders. Okay, they're parkour champs. So yeah, check it out. Don't mind that. Yeah, I um, I actually think that that whole like skateboard parkour, that whole scene is just mm. something that I'll never be cool enough to do, but. I love playing Tony Hawks and pretending oh, to be. Oh, yeah. You've you got to do a um, top five PS1 games, surely. Yeah. I only had the PS1 for a little bit of time before I um, progressed to the Xbox and had to trade in the PS1 to get the Xbox. Ah, what a story. <laughs> we'll read that another time. I don't think we've got time on today's episode. What's wrong, Hoops? I'm fat, short, and don't know anyone who could build me a house. House, eh? Hey? What about Elliot Constructions? Who? Elliot Constructions. Best carpenters in the business. They'll sort you out for your house. What about the fat and short thing? Yeah, sorry, buddy. Can't help you there, mate. DMAC, we've previously spoken about some of the inventions uh, that we've come up with, myself and Carl White. So I thought let's bring a few more to the table today. This is becoming quite regular. Yeah. It probably needs a jingle. Yeah, we'll sort (laughs) I'm actually. This is pretty much all of them. Okay. Left, so okay. We've run out of time for a jingle, I reckon. Yeah. Um. But here we go. Well, this is one that Carl brought to the table. Um. So he said, when you go to the supermarket and you see like an item and you're like, and it might be like some spices or something, and you go, oh shit, have I already got that at home or not? So this this app, what it does is you uh, connect cameras to the inside of your pantry and your fridge and you go into the app and you can see into your fridge or freezer and pantry live to see whether you've got it that's pretty good that is good you'd use it 100 percent. 
It's a bit like um, you know, the app for the doorbell at the front of the house, and when someone senses past it, you get a video. But yeah, yeah I see what you've done there because only today, um, Jackie called me and asked if we had any mints, and I said I'm not at home. And she said, Oh, I'm at the shops. So I don't know if we have any mints. And then you get, and then you get mints. Yeah, and she'll get some. Too many mints, and yeah. then it's just an overflow of mints. No, that's a that's a great idea. I think it would cost a fair bit. Um, you're probably looking at like some sort of subscription there for the app, or yeah. Well, it's just you know you can put cameras anywhere these days. Just just one for the inside of the fridge, one for the pantry. Done. Yeah, yeah. Bang. And cameras can be tiny. Yeah. Yeah. So. Great idea. Done. We've actually got a successful one. I like that one. There we go. I, early on, you had some good ones. Yeah, yeah. The last, <laughs> the last ones I brought up was shocking. Um, next one, a kitchen appliance that can put your drinks into cans. So I really like drinking out of cans. Uh, like a can of Coke. Yeah. I think it's just the best best thing to drink something out of. You're a big stubby holder guy, aren't you? Yes, well, we do have some stubby holders still available. Only a couple left, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, so things like Snowtop, which you can only buy from like um, petrol stations um, in the big two-liter bottles, you just want to take a couple with you somewhere or um, maybe like Cordial you want to just put in a can sometime. You can... Yeah, it's no. Like, it's like a... Um, what are those machines called that... Um, Puts a soda like a soda stream, soda stream. and put it into a bottle. You can also put it into a can. Yeah, that's quite good. I, I mean, I'm a big cordial guy. Yeah, you know that. Like cooler cordial, green yeah. cordial. If you know the McCallums, we always have lime cordial in the fridge. Plus the inconvenience of making cordial. I every hate time. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, sometimes I'm so lazy, I can't be bothered making a big batch. So yeah. like every individual glass, I just do it then. I'm just thinking now. Just uh, like, what if you you love a, a gin and tonics? Like I, I love a Hendrix gin and tonic. Um, so if you could, you know, make a few batches, put them into cans, and then take them to a mate's house. Yeah, that's that's quite good. Yeah. A, a lot of people would like to drink the gin and tonics in glass and ice, though, wouldn't they? True, but you could just pour this out, and it's already been pre-made. Is Snowtop the little panda? That's Snowdrop, very similar. They taste all, the same? Similar. It's the same, like, it's like Coke and Pepsi. Do you think Snowtop or Snowdrop's got a little bit of a lawsuit on their hands? <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, because um, Pasito comes in cans. So if you're ever looking for a good drink, Pasito's yeah. the way to go. Yeah. Shout so out I, to I've, I've got in touch with Kirks who do Snowdrop. Uh, I sent them a message on their Facebook. So um, it must be Woodford that do Snow Top. Yeah, correct. I cannot find them anywhere. White pages because I've, I've been I'm trying to get in touch. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they've gone off the grid. You got a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> this was this must have been during the time I didn't have a job. Yeah. So uh, yeah, what do you reckon? Just making cans of things. Yeah, that's pretty good. When people make their own beer, how do they do that? Because they have to put their own beer into bottles, don't they? They usually do bottles. I think you, like you only see cans um, out of the, out of whole, the. Uh, but when you seal bottle. a bottle, though, how do you seal a bottle? Like, how do they do it? They just buy old recyclable bottles and then put yeah, like a lid on it. There's like a lid, old lid technique. Yeah, that's probably not as cool. I just like cans. Then we have got to think about the environment as well. We'll do that later. They won't remember. Let Greta Thunberg <laughs> deal with that. She's coming on the Shout pod sometime. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Shut up. So that's my... Um, um, you've got one? <laughs> no, you've got one. Oh, yeah, I've got one more. Uh, well, I thought you could just interject with one. I've, well, I've, I was just thinking of it like um, we had some fries before this podcast just before. We did. And the, <laughs> the fries didn't come... Uh, the chips from the, um, the shop didn't come very uh, crispy. They're they quite soggy. soggy. Yeah, very and soggy. it might have been Uber Eats' fault. Uh, it took a while to get here. So we put the chips into the... Air fryer. Air fryer. And then we took it out of the air fryer after about 10 to 15 minutes and then 
put a chip in my mouth <laughs> and did what I do probably once a month and yeah. burnt my tongue. That ruins your day. And now my tongue tastes really like I don't like it. So yeah. I don't know if it exists. I don't think it does because otherwise I would have been all over it. But a cream that you put in your tongue to get rid of the um, the burning tongue sensation. Yeah. Um, obviously, we didn't look into this first, but <laughs> I'm sure there is something. No, I don't think there is. What about like the roof of your mouth as well when you burn that? Mm. I used to um, get into the long blacks a fair bit with coffee. Yeah. And they are just notoriously so hot. They have to be. Why? Well, otherwise the coffee doesn't taste good. Um, but on that, actually no, but the first time I burnt my tongue, I was about eight years old and I had six wheat bix <laughs> put it in the microwave and then these wheat bix have betrayed me. We are not sponsored by wheat bix by the way. I don't know how it gets mentioned so often. And I couldn't work out what was going on. Like I ended up chucking the wheat bix out and getting some cold wheat bix and seeing if that made a difference anyway. Unbelievable. You got any other ideas? Got one more. So this one was by Carl again. Shout out. Massive shout out. He thought of the idea of a tissue vending machine. So vending machines where you could buy tissues at all times and other pharmaceutical products. I feel like you can, if you want food, blah, blah, blah. And there are a lot of chemists around. But if you, if this is probably when he was at uni and you could always get food, but if you wanted some sort of like, Panadols or tissues or no, I quite often need um. You can't have Panadol there. You can't sell paracetamol. You have to put your ID in first. Maybe yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, tissues is good, but like tissues, you can buy anytime, anywhere. Like, is it much easier just to go to the server and buy a box of tissues than it is to go? I don't know. This I guess his it, idea. I wasn't a huge fan. <laughs> but I was in Sydney and I saw um Haviana Thongs vending machine. Oh yeah. Yeah, seen that. Turn it up. Yeah, give me a spell. Yeah. Uh, Hamish and Annie years ago uh, found out that there's a hot they make hot chip vending machines. You wait there for two minutes and yeah, they do quickly do hot chips. In Amsterdam, they've got like the uh, like the the burger fast food things. Like they've got they're cooking on the inside, but on the outside, it's just like a jukebox. You just choose what you want. It yeah. comes out a bit like a um, <laughs> vending remi- machine. That reminds me. There was one night we were out and in Amsterdam. No, this is just this is in Adelaide. And we found this vending machine in some convenience store. And we're like, oh, yeah, wouldn't mind a pack of chips. And I saw like a burger on the outside of the, the chip packet. And I was like, oh, yeah, burger-flavoured chips or something. Get it. Open it up. There's a burger in there. <laughs> like a pre-made Where burger. Where are you getting that from? Burger in a bag. Like in a convenience store. Yeah, well, they, they that's that's great. Yeah. So. I did have one more idea that we discussed off air. Yep. Um, I don't like ironing my clothes. Well, you have, you got up, that, have you got that app? You <laughs> came up with the ironing app. Yeah. Which none of, no one likes ironing. No. Was it you or Tom, the cackling Tom, that mentioned that, you know, the toast at the... Uh... That's right. Yeah, I said, that, um, yeah, when you go to the hotels, you put the toast in and it goes in the conve- conveyor belt yeah. and then comes out. Yeah, cooked. and yeah. it's like it takes like a quarter of the time and you're watching yeah. it while it's happening and yeah. you're like, oh, my toast is going to be ready in about approximately 30 seconds because I can see it happening and how quickly it's moving and you can control the speed. Yeah. That'd be cool if you could somehow do that for clothes. Yes. So you insert the shirt. Is that how it works? Yeah. On like a panel. Yeah. And then the panel goes, is the shirt already washed? Or is it? Nah, I think it, it's like a wash. Well, and... This is your idea, but we did discuss it. But is it like a, it's like a wash and then dry system. Yeah. Like similar to how a car wash works where you go through. Yeah. It. Yeah. And yeah. the shirt sort of just stays along its like thing and it goes yeah. through the wash bit first. It's like sprays that are going all over yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. That's going to probably cost a fair bit, but I think people would buy it. 
It'd be a big turd. Because, like, the Dyson vacuum cleaner, they, they charge, like, 1200 bucks for those things, and they're not that great. Like, they last, like, 10, 15 minutes max. He's gone. He's had a crack at Dyson. <laughs> sort your shit out. We've got a V7, and they suck. I wish I could afford a Dyson. Yeah, it was a present from um, the in-laws. Thank you very much, John Richard. Shout out. Shout out. But it sucks. No, no, no. It's... <laughs> All right. Good inventions. All right. Thank you. Hey, Hoops. Loving your lawn. What is it? Um, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I think it's... Kaikuya? Oh, Kaikuya. You sure, mate? Looks a bit more like Buffalo. Nah, mate. None of that Buffalo shit. You only get the best when you go to O'Malley Outdoor Creations. Yeah, fair enough, mate. I'll be sure to check them out. What are they called again? See ya, mate. Mac, I am fed up, mate. That what? Shit cafe names. Really? I'm, I'm over it. Me, actually, me and my uh, my boss, Ben Heritage, shout out to him, we went to grab a coffee the other day and we saw this, the name of this place and just went, I'm just like, why do they have to have like something and something like is their name all the time and yeah, I'm just I'm just sick of it. Yeah, okay. Does it bother you that much? It, it really does. <laughs> I was in uh, Moon to Bay the other day. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I saw there was a place, and and I'm not I'm not you know, if anyone's listening who, who runs these cafes, don't be offended. But Nook and Nourish, it was called. I don't know what Nook means. Yeah. And <laughs> what does that mean? But you know, even though you might be having a go at them here, you know, if you're in Moonta, go to Nook and Nourish. Get yeah. A... Oh no, really good coffee. Yeah. It's just the names of yeah. these places. So I've, I've formulated a bit of a list of some other ones that I'm you know not happy with. Uh. There's a new one on Fulton Road called Planter and Loft. What is that? <laughs> like, what's a planter? Is yeah, like a planter? maybe it's oh, like a, a, plan- a planter box. And a loft is like when you have the yeah. I can't explain that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, you know, you've got your standards: your whistle and flute. Is that good? No, karma and crow. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, mother's milk. I kind of get that because you put milk in uh, it. Yeah, yeah. You happy with that? Trendy, but <laughs> you happy with that? No, that is, that's all right. I'm happy with that. Okay. Fine and fettle. Um, Once again, I'm not having to go at these places, but just the names just irk me. There's a bit Why of... do they have to be something and something? Yeah. Yeah, well, this one you got next isn't. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, my kingdom for a horse. I don't. Even, I just don't know what it means. Where is that? Uh, right Street. Shout out to my kingdom for a horse. Once again, I've been there and it's really good, you know. Um, Ham and cheese croissant? Probably. Everyone's yeah. Like, yeah. Um, you know. Things like, you know, gather and... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we'll stop there. But, um, yeah, I, mate, I'm just sick of it. So I, I, this is a warning to all, everyone looking to open a cafe. Good luck. Run it run it past me first. <laughs> I'll let you know if I'm happy with it. A couple and, uh, of um, ex-football friends are starting one at Bloom. Football friends. <laughs> Bloom's fine. Because um, it, it's just one word. Because they had Peter Rabbit as well. Another good, another good name. Yep. Yeah, yep. And they had the rabbits there as well. Exactly, nailed it. So because like, you don't think at Nook and Nourish they've got like a <laughs> a Nook and a Nourish just hanging out in the corner. A, uh, no, that's not good. Don't yeah. worry. Okay, so warning to all the cafe owners out there. It's a pretty tough time it. to be in um, hospitality. It is. And so, I, but I I do support like if I if I'm gonna get a coffee and I see a Chibo or I see like a small business cafe yeah. I'm always going to the Chibo. small business <laughs> always going to Chibo um, or, yeah, so. I think that's a good opportunity for the uh, the listeners to send through some yeah so we'll put it on the um, 
we'll put it on the Instagram with, with some of the names you've heard. So well, yeah, just send us through when you get a photo of in front of one. Yeah, exactly. Send a selfie. Um. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Hey, waterfall. I am blind. Oh, really? What have you been drinking? No, mate. Not drinking blind. Vision blind. What do you mean? You can't see. Nah. I'm in love with these blinds. Just had them installed by Glimsoz Home Improvements. Ah, blinds. That makes sense. What's so good about them? Quality, price, just everything. And the guys down at Glimsoz are really professional. Oh, thanks for the tip, mate. I'll have to check them out. See ya, mate. <laughs> so now it's time for... What's my lifelines again? 50-50, phone a friend, or ask the audience. I want to ask the audience. So this week, uh, we asked the audience, what's the worst gift you've ever received? What did you think of that question, Gil? That was mine. Yeah, big fan. Okay. Big fan. I've had some, um, had some stinkers in my time. You know, things just like... Uh, Books, you know, you get the same book like three times. Or yeah. I think I got the Wayne Carey book uh, about three times in the reckon, same year. I reckon I was six. I got a Country Road t-shirt from uh, a first cousin that was, you know, older. That's pretty fancy. And I was spat the dummy. Mum, mum put me into the my bedroom and said, you, you know, you sit in there and think about what you just said. Yeah, well, you're a little shit, aren't you? <laughs> I think um, good friends of the show, the O'Malley family, all the boys there got a... Um, a Ferrari shirt. Yeah, from uh, <laughs> Uncle Kev, as he used to be known. And apparently, it wasn't it wasn't fake shit either. Yeah, so he, um, the boys, uh, the, Will, Tom, and uh, and Charlie opened up their the wrapping. The inside, they found their Ferrari T-shirts. All going, <laughs> oh, thanks, Kev. And he just went, hey, they're official. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't official. What is it? Genuine. They're genuine Ferrari. It's genuine. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so, genuine Ferrari t-shirts. So, uh, absolutely brilliant. We, yeah, we got some really good responses in. So, uh, Waterfall, do you want to start uh, talking us through a few of the special mentions? Yeah, special mention to uh, Hamish Massey. Uh, him and his two brothers received a bottle each of Voss water from their mum for Christmas. Oh, yum. Voss is that, that glass. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah, they're all right, but yeah, if that's the only present you got. They're not reusable. Yeah, they are. Glass. Yeah, but it's like for one purpose use, isn't it? Nah, it's glass. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, once again, Tom O'Malley, housemate slash producer, sitting on the couch, currently loving it. Uh, <laughs> once, when he was about seven, gave his brother a bottle of, uh, of Fiji water, 600 mils, um, <laughs> thinking that was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Turns out it's about two dollars from the shops. Yeah. So, yep. Lift your game top. Um, and water. Yeah. We've got uh, Sammy Fossil Newman got a street directory from his mum for his twenty-first birthday. Yeah, and fair to say, when he put it in the group chat, telling the boys he was he was not happy about it. So, uh, don't reckon that got uh, got used ever. Um, uh, Danny McKenna has slid in. He said that his ex-girlfriend just. Didn't didn't get him a present for Lucky. his birthday, so um, she was a she was a nice person. Unfortunately, no longer together. So shout out to her. Big one. Yeah. Um, my younger cousin mentioned previously, Lockie, uh, he got a pirated copy of Elf, Ooh. and it was in Korean. Ah, that's a shame. <laughs> uh, one more I think we got here. Ryan Tucker, the Bry man, 
was given a fishing knife for his 10th birthday. Uh, unfortunately, he cut his hand while he was unwrapping it and had to go to hospital to get stitches. So, Is a fishing knife just open-bladed? Yeah. But like who's wrapped up an open blade? Well, it comes in plastic. Okay. Yeah. You fish a bit, don't you? Yeah, big fisherman. You know what they, they say. say uh, <laughs> a, a Teach bad, a man to fish. A, a bad day's fishing beats a good day at work. So yeah. take that to the grave. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to our top three. Yep. Waterfall, can you let us know what is number three? Number three was uh, Lucy Olsen. Shout out to Lucy. Yep. She was given, or she gave a girl a sports girl gift voucher. And then when her, birth, nice. when her birthday came around... She received the same sports skill gift voucher. Uh, and that's shit. like, you know, because you only get 12 months on those as yeah, well. You, yes, she's given her a voucher that's less than 12 months. It's like, <laughs> it's like nine wait, months. What's, yeah, what's the date on this one? Yeah. Okay. Um, Cop that. Uh, number two, we had big fan of the show, Bang Bang Bartz. Uh, he used to work uh, at a hospital, and uh, as um, once, it, I think when he first left school, and uh, there was a chef who used to work at that place um, who t- decided, hey, Bartz, can I take you to the Royal Adelaide show? He goes, yeah. Why not? Okay. Um, but the, the issue here was that Bartz was only, what, maybe 18, 19? Yep. The chef was about 30 years older than him. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> going uh, with a, about a 50-year-old bloke. The guy took him to the show. Seems harmless. Um, <laughs> They went on the slingshot ride together, bought him the video. Which cost about 50 bucks. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. This guy was just shouting him all day. Um, Then he bought him, uh, Bartz was a Brisbane Lions fan, so the the older man bought him a a Brisbane Lions breadboard, which was nice. um, What is a breadboard? Like a a cutting board. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that this time that Bartz realised he was was being groomed by this man? (laughs) Once the the breadboard was bought. Yeah, Yeah. that was the the big giveaway. And and, uh, at that stage, he decided to call his mum to come pick him up. Could you so, imagine the devastation on the chef? Yeah, he's um he's bought he's groomed this guy all day and uh, he's bought him a breadboard. <laughs> probably watching the slingshot video as we speak. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, at number one, we have live in the studio who's coming especially for this. Can I please welcome to the show, Ed Sash? Thank you very much, boys. Thank Thanks you. Welcome. Congratulations on number one. You win yourself a shout out stubby holder. That's unbelievable. What are you Thank going to put so in the stubby holder? Maybe a couple of, Ooh. maybe a cup of tea. See, I was I was actually just discussing before how I don't drink soft drink. Yep. Um, I'm actually off the beers at the moment as well. Ooh. So I don't know what I'm going to put in there. Maybe a can of peach iced tea or something. Ooh. Well, I'll, I'll, just earlier in our invention segment, which you didn't hear, I, I was uh, said that we should make an invention where you can just create your own drink, whether that be cordial or. Um, Tea or maybe gin and tonic or something, and you can just put it into a can. <laughs> Let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling. That was a live sneeze, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to Waterfall. <laughs> I muted my mic. Oh. Did you guys catch it on yours? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard that, mate. Felt it. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, no, yeah. Back to the can. What, what do you reckon? Say, no, I think that's good. There's something. There's something good about just cracking a can. It's definitely a difference between mm. you know, cracking a fresh cold can as opposed to opening a water bottle and, and being able to put it into a stubby holder. And being able to put it into a stubby holder. You know what's really good? Um, I think it's in Bali or somewhere. You can get like Milo in a can. Mm. Is it Milo? Oh, milk in a can. Yeah, yeah. It's really good because it keeps yeah. it cold. Yeah. Ooh. Cans are just the perfect things for holding drinks. Yeah. Pools are perfect for holding water. Correct. 
So, Satchman. Yo. The reason we got you on the show was because of the the DM that you that you slid in with was was unbelievably funny. Yeah. So for the worst gift ever received, yes. you have got it. Yes. So, yep. please, I'll uh, I'll give you the stage, my friend. Sure. Thank you. Um, well, I think I should start off by saying that it's not necessarily um, a bad gift, but it was certainly a bit of an eyebrow raiser. Mm. So back in t- 2012, I was diagnosed with cancer and I had this, um, had a bone tumour. And by all means, it was, um, it was pretty serious stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, my future was certainly quite uncertain. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I had lots of people coming in the hospital and they would um, often bring a gift. Mm. And, um, you know, you know pyjamas was a real common one. But so were books. And, um, you know, the sort of books I was getting was, you know, things like just random fiction books or sports biographies is also really popular. Yeah. Um, one of my mum's friends actually bought me in a, um, a genuine Oxford dictionary, which I was <laughs> absolutely riveted about. It's genuine though. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. Much like the Ferrari shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was genuine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that, that wasn't the eyebrow raiser. Um, so when I was having chemotherapy, um, this one time, a friend of mine, Major Papillion. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, she came to visit me and she, she gifted me a book, gifted me a book. And, um, you know, we often bonded about music. So getting me a book of mutual interest, um, certainly made sense. And, um, it just turned out that the title of this book was, uh, most unfortunate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was titled... One th- one thousand and one albums you must hear before you die. <laughs> <laughs> now we're allowed to laugh because you're obviously sitting right uh, here at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. That's, that's absolutely fine. What'd you think when you saw that? Yeah. Um, it was. Actually, I better start getting listening to some of these <laughs> albums. <laughs> it was actually really funny because um, you know, like when she gave it to me, I, I sort of read the title and like, like you could you could definitely see in my expression that I was a bit taken back, taken aback, and she was kind of like, oh, you know, what's going on here? And um, to cheer be, up, mate. That's a, yeah. good, that's a good gift. Instead of be upset about it, mate. Just got a book. And it was funny because she like she's she didn't even consider the title herself, and mm. like when she sort of like cottoned on, um, so like only after she she realised only after she gave me the book that you know she'd made a bit of a cock up there. Yeah. And um, we actually, we had a bit of a laugh about it at the time. We still do. I still bring it up all the time. I still have the book in my cupboard at home. Did you read it? Um, I mean, I had a flick well, through. You were still going through the dictionary. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still had that dictionary. <laughs> I think I'm on about, yeah. It's up to S, I think. Yeah, I think I'm just, just following on from S. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, um, yeah, that, that was that was quite funny. That's probably the, um, the best response that we've had from one of the listeners. Absolutely. Well, yeah, the bar hasn't been set all that high. So, yeah, bloody hell. Thank you very much, Sashman. Absolute pleasure. Thanks uh, for having me on. How's your debut on the uh, Shadow? Enjoy it? Oh, mate, I'm absolutely loving it. <laughs> would, you, would you like some headphones next time? I would love some headphones yeah, next time. Yeah, we'll uh, sort that out. We've got a few technical issues again. A few teething issues. Yeah, easy. Fortunately, right. so. Thanks, mate. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Now it's time for... Impersonation of the week. Okay, so this week I thought I would uh, do one of my favourite people I like to watch on YouTube, Chef Gordon Ramsay. He's got his own TV show as well. He's not on just YouTube. Well, I, I, because I watch him on YouTube to see him just eating food. Unleash. 
just I like to just watch him eat food and then just rip on the food. Also, um, yeah, Kitchen Nightmares, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Just absolutely ragging on people. So I'm looking forward to this. Big fan of this one. So It's been a long time since we've had this. We haven't done Impersonation of the Week for a while. So Yeah. Uh, so here goes my impersonation of uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay. Oh, bitter, t- tasteless, it's bland. It's just, it's just bland. And now Gordon Ramsay on Hell's Kitchen. Listen, 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 listen. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Get out! Listen, 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 listen. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Get out! And now it's time for... It's D-Max Top 5. Uh, this week on the uh, podcast, a lucky listener, Nicholas Dinham, would be very happy to hear that his idea of top five quotes from The Room... The Room. ...has finally made its way to uh, fruition. <laughs> has come to fruition. Okay. Um, so today we're going to recap the best lines from the film The Room. So, Bit of background on The Room. Can you provide us with you um, showed me the room? I think in 2011 or 2010 when we we're working at Sports Power, you're like, Oh, you got to see this movie, yeah, it's the worst movie of all time. So, I reckon uh, Foss might have shown me this or Tarx or Kel. So, essentially, it just goes down in history as the worst movie of all time, it's the worst acting of all time. Mm-hmm. The guy who made it is just a complete moron. Uh, <laughs> the whole also like, a genius, oh, he is a genius. He essentially released the movie as a drama, and then when he went to the cinema to see to watch the uh, the debut or whatever you would call it, um, everyone in the crowd was just laughing at how shit it was. So he, yeah. re- he re-released it as a comedy, a black comedy, Pret- yeah, <laughs> saying how shit it was. So, um, yeah. like, it was awesome because in the last ten years since seeing the film, you know, I remember, you know, you and I would just watch the YouTube videos, and then like. A couple of years later, we found out there was a, a book released about the film, and it was a book that was written by one of the, the help me here, one of the actors that was yes, in it. Johnny, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny's best friend, Mark. Yeah, yep. he made a book, and then like it was about how it was bad the making of the movie, how bad it was. Yeah, and then a couple of years later, we see that uh, the brothers okay. James Franco were going to buy the rights to the movie correct and then a couple of years later they yeah. finally released the movie they did and it was just um, it was really good to see how badly it was made and oh, yeah. it was a bit of a moron well a bit of a backstory when uh, me and, and Nick Dinner were working at Sports Power together I, we used to have the iPod going in the background and out of nowhere I just put uh, yeah the Room Remix song on without knowing you So The Room uh, was made in 2003, as mentioned, directed and starring Tommy Wiseau. Mm -hmm. Centres around a melodramatic love triangle between banker Johnny, his deceptive fiancée Lisa, and his conflicted best friend Mark. A significant portion of the film is... um, Dedicated to a series of unrelated subplots, so a lot of the scenes that happen in the film don't actually make any sense. No. So, um, yeah, it's. I recommend it to anyone that hasn't seen it. 
Maybe don't watch the whole thing because I've seen the whole movie and it's, it's fucking it's hard bad. to get through. But if you just watch the YouTube clips. It's sort of known as a Citizen Kane of bad movies. Correct. So um, let's start off with some special mentions. So we're basically doing quotes from the film that we will be able to plot in here as we're going along. Yep. Um, so I think like a worthy mention uh, is just when like uh, Johnny, he's a... Does he? Yeah, Johnny. Johnny locks himself in the bathroom and like he's he's at a party and he's yeah. drunk <laughs> and they're like come on Johnny you got to come out and he's like waiting ages waiting ages then you just hear in a few minutes bitch <laughs> you can come out now Johnny she's gone in a few minutes bitch um and then there's the uh very very strange um scene in the movie where um Lisa's mother it comes on to the scene and lets Lisa know that she has breast cancer. Yeah. And the film never actually... Refers to it ever again. Yeah. Yep. And it's a big build-up and that just makes no sense. So, yep. um, yeah, so a couple of cracking spots, those ones. Number five. Yep. Uh, once again, Johnny's uh, hosting a party and a fight seems to break out between him and his best mate Mark over the fact that Mark and Lisa have had a, a love affair. And uh, he, he turns around drunkenly and he says, Son of a bitch. You're gonna ruin the party. To keep your girl satisfied, you will come to me. Get out of my house. I kill you, I'll bring him to toilet. Hey, no. Stop it! I kill you, you bastard. You could kill me if you tried. You betrayed me, you're not good. You, you're just a chicken. Chip, 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 chip. Trey, shut up. It's cool. Shut up. It's not over. Everybody betrayed me. I fed up with this world. Number four. Um, so this is probably like the most famous line from the film and you get to see in The Disaster Artist that it took um, Tommy, the actor, about 90 tries to get this, this yeah. right. Yeah. So he, um, if for some reason they're filming on the top of a roof and yeah. he, he opens the door and he comes in with a water bottle, throws it on the ground. Yeah. What is it? He goes... Um... I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, like, it just makes no sense, no. the transition from... And in the... So he made the crew build an outdoor rooftop in, instead of filming it <laughs> on a rooftop, which made no sense, but... Anyway, um, number three is the scene where um, Johnny goes to buy flowers and he pats the doggy. Hi, doggy. So I think we just have to play the whole scene, but it's basically the first scene of the film, and there's about fifty seconds of dialogue smashed into thirty seconds. Yeah. And like the lady behind the counter can't act. That's no. not to say that he can. Yeah. But um, it's a disaster. It's great. Hi. Can I help you? Yeah. Can I have a dozen red roses, please? Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Here you go. That's me. How much is it? It'll be $18. Here go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Bye. Uh, number two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is pretty funny. Um, him, and, him and Mark are at the uh, coffee shop, and they're talking about um, his day at work, and they yeah. said, like, how's, how's work going? Yeah. And Tommy proceeds to say, How was work today? Oh, pretty good. We got a new client at the bank. We'll make a lot of money. What client? I cannot tell you. It's confidential. 
Oh, come on, why not? No, I can't. Anyway, how is your sex life? Anyway, that's just great because, yeah, I, I seriously think that um, Tommy wrote that line to be very serious and looking back at it, it just makes no sense. So. Yep. And number one... The number one line in the room. So this one um, is a, a two-part player. You've got the uh, Johnny and Mark doing a bit of a tag team for this quote, but basically... Um, Mark is talking about a girl that she, he used to know, mm. and he's on top of the uh, this um, this fake rooftop. rooftop. Yep. And he's saying that he. Um, well, let's just play the clip now. Yep. People are very strange these days. I used to know a girl. She had a dozen guys. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad she ended up in a hospital on Guerrero Street. <laughs> what a story, Mark. And then if you actually watch the the clip on YouTube. Um, when he opens his mouth, the audio doesn't line up. <laughs> so, like the the production value of this film is so bad, but the audio doesn't actually line up with when the mouth's moving, and that that line just makes no sense. Because I think Mark's being very serious about what he's saying and how mm, bad it is. But someone got beaten to death. <laughs> I think um, good old Johnny's just not sure if that was a joke or not. So yeah. So there we go. I absolutely love that, mate. That's a. Uh... One of my favorite movies of all time. So. Yeah, for good reason. Yeah. You know, you, you, the three things you never ever find out about um, Tommy Wiseau that you always want to know is like how old he is. Yeah. So he won't tell anyone. He claims he was in his twenties when he went to acting class and met Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, he spent six million making the film, so no one knows how he got his wealth. Yeah. So that's also a bit of a mystery. Yeah. And the last one is that he claims to be American when he. Clearly has quite an accent. Like yeah. A, yeah, a European accent of some sort. So He's a mystery. Um, a genius. Yeah. Uh, one of Probably one of the um, biggest philosophers that will go down in the 21st century, I think. Yep. So, absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much for D-Max Top 5. No worries. So, thank you very much for another absolutely brilliant episode, my good friend Waterfall. No worries, hoops. Plenty of gusto. I think we're back. We're refreshed again. So. Uh, big shout out and thanks to our uh, special guest. Yes, thank you, Ed Sash. You're an absolute legend. Uh, Tommy O'Malley, thanks for coming as well. You, you do live here. so. Yeah, thanks for letting us record while you just sit there and watch the footy. <laughs> thanks for that, mate. <laughs> thank you. Uh, we got a few shout outs to get through, of course, as per usual. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Leighton Property. Uh, that's a group that uh, I had lunch with the other day and... Um, they, they really wanted to shout out. So, uh, okay. Will Hamish, Lucas, um, big shout out to you. Yep. Thank you. Um, we've got a uh, shout out to Sarah Gilbert, my sister. She said, had a bit of a go at me saying she hasn't got a shout out yet. Okay. So, uh, which is fair. So, shout out to you, Sarah. Um, I should probably give a shout out to my sisters then. I'll get two. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Yep. Stacey and Phoebes. Yep. Shout out. I should probably get Scott as well. Andrew <laughs> and Will. Yep. Yes, yep, yep. <laughs> get them all in there. Um, so shout out to them, shout out to Dad. Um, he gave me, it was my birthday. Happy birthday. Week. Thank you, mate. 29, so. Shit. I know. <laughs> One year to sort <laughs> One more year, I've got to sort it out. Get my life together. Um, so Dad got me a birthday card, which was, um, had a hot dog on it. <laughs> was it trying to be funny? Made of hot dogs, yeah. I do uh, made yeah. of hot dogs, so. Yeah. Um, I do get called hot dogs in another life, so I'll put, I, I'll put that up on the socials. Whenever I see your dad occasionally nowadays, he'll just be like, it's DMAX Tupper. 
Hey, everyone loves it. It's huge. Um, and I've got a shout out to a big listener of the show, Marcus Quinn, yep. um, school friend of mine, great mate, and listens every week while he's working, I think. So shout out to you, mate. Do you know, uh, as I mentioned, Gordon Ramsay earlier, um, he his, um, his girlfriend, Liana, mm-hmm. Told shout me, out. yeah, huge shout out. She told me that uh, Marcus, Marcus quite often will that you know those two are just talking or something, and Marcus just starts looking down at his phone. So like, what are you doing? Just, oh, I'm just watching Gordon Ramsay trying food. <laughs> <laughs> so huge shout yeah, out for that. Yeah. I love it. So, it. Sounds like you guys would be a good match. We would. We you guys should do a podcast <laughs> about Gordon Ramsay stuff. So awesome. All right, that uh, that's enough shout outs, I reckon. So have a good day, mate. Thanks, Enjoy. mate. Thanks to all the listeners. See you later. told me that I would get it within three months. I saved them bundles. They're crazy. I don't think I will ever get it. They betrayed me. They didn't keep their promise. They tricked me and I don't care anymore. You are lying. I never hit you. You are tearing me apart, Lisa!